the next episode of your BFF podcast, Quarantine Edition. <laughs> Today, I am joined in my quarantine bubble by a voice that you may recognize. Hello. Jen is back. Hi. But before you guys like freak out, we are being super safe. Um, we yes. have lysol the fuck out of everything. Um, We're keeping our distance. <laughs> keeping our distance. We were like across the room from each other just to be safe. But we were actually together a week ago. Um, I mean, well, by the time you guys are, are listening to this, it will have been like like two and a half weeks. But um, yep, it was like the day before, like the proverbial shit hit the fan. And so I'm gonna look up that date. Hold on. It was like it's really wild how much things have changed and how quickly they've changed. But we had gone to the Glennon Doyle book event um, in Nashville at TPAC. And in fact, Glennon actually canceled the rest of her tour like right after our date because of everything like as we were sitting there in the audience waiting for things to to begin, we were finding out you know, like all these basketball tournaments had been canceled and like concerts canceled life canceled so we were mad i was mad well i mean at that time like we, we were just talking know. about this like you d- it, we did we know. did it we did but we didn't like at the at that first moment it felt like okay is this an is this an overreaction because i hate to say it but i do feel like we do live in a certain time where we have to question things that yeah. should not necessarily have to be questioned but we won't go into that uh you right. know so we were just like huh but then we're like oh no this is for real um, but yeah, so we wouldn't be like going around people that we don't know. And like, <laughs> it was, we saw Glennon Doyle on March 11th. Yeah. So it was Thursday, March 12th. Yeah. Where everything just sort of exploded where people were really, like, wait really. a minute. No, this, this isn't the media blowing this out of proportion. This right. isn't, um, this is it's, real. It was, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really wild. Um, uh, this whole, this whole thing. And I mean, like, so I personally, you guys all know, like, I have a, um, an autoimmune condition. I also have asthma. So, like, super high risk. So I'm, you know, I'm staying home. I haven't been out of the house in seven days. Also, it's been raining for, for 84 years at least. Um, I think it's 85. I think it may be 105 I think at this point. I don't not- fucking know. I don't know what I don't know what it's like in the rest of this country right now. But I'm going to tell you if you live in the metropolitan <laughs> Nashville area and you need help, <laughs> you're not alone. It's because awful. in addition to this quarantine shit, and I call it shit because it's shit, not because I believe that this whole thing is shit. You know right. what I mean? Because it's the quarantine's important. Um calling it shit cuz it sucks to have to do it. But in addition to that, it has been raining for, I mean, two weeks. I don't. Yeah. I think we've no, seen really peaks has. of sun on a very few days. Very brief. Very brief. It happened. It happened in my part of Nashville two days ago, I think. And it, I just quit. I quit working and I went outside. Yeah. Because I was you like, I'm to. not going to squander this. No. Because it's too precious. Now I did look. Melissa and I looked up on the forecast for the next week. We're supposed to have some a little bit of sunshine maybe tomorrow, but yeah. it's a little bit chilly. Monday and Tuesday rain, Ooh. and then Wednesday sunshine and seventy degrees. Oh, it's gonna be wonderful. Maybe it'll do. kill the coronavirus. Is I mean, the warm weather supposed to kill it? Do we know this? 
I like, don't know that it's season, been around long seasonal, enough to know. You know what I mean? Seasonal, right. like the flu? I don't know. I get like that's the thing. I, I mean, we're dealing with so many unknowns. Yeah, and don't listen to anything we say about it because we are not professionals. We're not experts. <laughs> All we're doing is getting the same news that you guys are, yeah. which I mean, I think it's one of those things too, like we need to be educated and like and read about it, you know, find your trusted news sources. But also, like, I, I don't know about you, but I personally have to, like, control how much I digest of it because yeah. I am I, – I have anxiety. We both have anxiety. Yes. And it makes it a lot worse. Yeah. I am very open about that. I saw – I've seen my psychiatrist a lot more lately. Um, yeah. For anxiety that was occurring before this. But then, it's of course, it's heightened. It's just added on top of everything. Yes. And um, so I saw him – this past week and um you know it's affecting everybody yeah. i'll tell you um and he, he's a i mean he's a medical doctor obviously he's a psychiatrist so he's not you know an infectious disease right. expert by any means but he does have a medical degree and um and he was saying that you know absolutely we need to take all of this stuff very serious yes for sure and as he's saying that i'm like freaking out and um and then he wrote me a good prescription so <laughs> At the end of the day, I'll tell you. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll like, help. I know. Like, I definitely haven't have been having trouble sleeping. Like, I yeah. am very anxious, and I think I'm anxious about other people's anxiety too because of like the panic buying and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. freak out about like, well, what if we can't get our medicine? What if we can't get our food? <laughs> Do are you freaking out about the food and the medicine? Oh yeah, because everybody else is freaking out about it. Like I haven't hoarded anything. So there's nothing to hoard. But um, yeah, you can't. Be. Also, I'm not a hoarder, so there's that. Mm-mm. I can't. Like my, I, ugh, I can't. My my other things will not allow me to do that. But yeah, you know, I'd like to be able to have some extra like frozen vegetables, stuff like that. Like just in case. But you know, sorry at public, they literally like will eyeball you. Like my husband's been doing the grocery shopping because I am. You know compromised so I, i'm not gonna go out there and do that but um so he went and like they had like a a four for five deal on the amy's frozen burritos right okay oh i love those i do too yeah, for five Publix, just fyi uh but like they totally were like oh you can you can only have two and he's like dude the sale says four for five make up your mind and they're like oh never mind on this it's fine <laughs> but like they were judging because like we bought like an extra couple extra cuts of salmon um to freeze and they like like we're giving them the judgy eye, um, like seafood like we're hoarding seems to be like available. I it guess does. there's not a lot of seafood lovers out there. I love seafood. I do so too. I'm, in, I'm okay. The beef is gone. I had to buy a tube of beef. You know, wow. like beef. Yep. I know you're yep. not you're not a big meat eater. No, but, um, but I I have had to to start eating some meat, like, yeah. because of health reasons. I yeah. started having a lot of major issues. That's oh, a whole. I didn't know that. Okay, that's a whole other thing. Well, so I had to buy, it came in a tube. I didn't feel comfortable with it. <laughs> but I bought it anyways. Three pounds of 80-20 beef in a tube. That was all oh they had. Oh, my God. And I was doing the grocery shopping for my parents as well. Right. Now, have you, did you did you go through and, like, cut it up and, like, freeze it? We're going to. Yeah, that's, we're making that's, a, that's the thing right there. We're making, you know, because I live with them now. I or know. Or they live with me. We live with each other. Um. I think my mother's making a meatloaf tonight, so she'll be cutting up the beef. Meatloaf for dinner. The tube, the beef, the tube of beef. Oh my god, the I'm, beef tube. I'm going to post a picture of that for y'all. Oh my Not god. Not that y'all follow me 
but anymore. Maybe you do still. I think some do. Yeah. I think they do. Because I know people but ask about you. I'll post a you. picture of the tube of beef. You should. I, I mean, like, it's, yeah, it's just, it's really crazy. Um, Like, just seeing the pictures that people are posting of, like, the empty shelves. Yeah. And I do think that that is inciting more panic. So if you're one of those people posting those pictures, please stop. Uh, Like, I get it. I understand. Like, it's really wild and it's crazy. But share that with just your friends and family. Don't share it with everybody. Can I use this opportunity as well to, like, say that, just don't post anything if you don't know the source and you don't know the story behind it. Truth. Because there's a picture of hospital beds set up in the parking garage at Vanderbilt. Yes, I've seen that's that. been going around. And it's actually just set up, I believe, and I don't want to I please I will get the correct information, but it's not set up for use right now. It's set up as a like sort right. of staging area, like almost like a triage, just to keep people separate. Yep. As far as I know. I, no, I, think I don't that's know correct. if I'm saying that a hundred percent correctly, but Vanderbilt Hospital is not overrun at this point so much so that they're actually putting patients no. in the parking garage. But it's better to have that stuff in you know, ready and prepared in the event yes. that you need it. So People are like posting that picture around that I saw it this morning and I freaked out. And fortunately, I have a friend um, at the university and she was able to explain it to me. And I again, I don't know if I'm doing her doing saying everything correctly, but basically the picture set off more panic than it needed to. Right. My point. Yes. And so I think Melissa is saying that about, you know, posting pictures of empty shelves and yeah, it's just prompting people to. Well, because, you know, the other thing is like out even more. I follow we have like a like a local town like Facebook group and people have been sharing like, hey, I need to go to the store. Do you guys know? And so people will literally say like they'll go at first thing in the morning when they haven't had a chance to restock yet. And it's like, oh, my God, the shelves are bare. Two hours later, it's stocked. So like. Just take all this like panic with a little grain of salt and like try to not overbuy. Like I still haven't found any toilet paper. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. What the fuck are people doing with all this damn toilet paper? I don't know. We're not out yet, but um, I don't understand. But like, we, I don't know. I still haven't seen any, and I would kill for some hand sanitizer. I know, right? Like, did you? We're see- gonna make our own. We're just gonna make our own. Like, yeah. Well, you first of all, it's hard to find the ingredients to make your own, right? Because people have oh, they figured that they out. figured that out. But we have um, we have some friends who uh, live in Florida half the year and up here like half the year. Yeah, and they're I guess they were a little bit more well stocked down in Florida, so they're bringing us the stuff to make. Yeah, the own. The, I feel like Florida like was a little late to the party because we even saw like up just to a few days ago, people were out on the beaches and da da da. Yeah, and I have some, so I have some friends who were at the beach. Um, not like you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm trying not to be judgy about anything. No, no. I just like, mean like they I, like. I don't think it like hit their. Like, it's yeah, been yeah, kind yeah. of like a domino effect. Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, it's like kind of made its way in that direction. And so finally, now I know that they have since shut down, like, basically, like, I think they the have, governor yeah. mandated like a shutdown. Well, I will be judgy about the idiots who are out there partying. And oh, well, yeah, for sure. Getting all up on each other on the beaches and like, that's in the bars. Like, that, that's the kind of crap And it's not that, the millennials. It's Generation Z. Oh, 1000%. It's we Generation are home. Z. We are so, at home watching this shit go down. That has been pointed out several times. Yes. Millennials are too old for that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, because in reality, like when I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, this hasn't really changed my life that much. Like as far as like my day to day activities, like I already work from home. I you know, like at this. De- the only thing I will say, and 
I was talking to my friend Kia about this that, um, you know, I, <laughs> I don't normally go anywhere, you know, like, I, and I've been trying to be very budget conscious lately, like completely aside from this. And so I haven't been going to coffee shops as much to work and stuff. And I have a latte machine at home now. So I just use that. Well, I did not get my latte, by the way. Oh, I know. Now we need to do lattes. But so, yeah, I ended up like, like now I'm like, okay, well, I just like now I feel kind of panicky the, just knowing that I can't go anywhere. Like, yes. It's one thing to not go anywhere just because you're choosing not to exactly. go anywhere. Exactly. You can't go anywhere. And I'm like, it's different. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I've been some places. Really? Where have you been? I went to Starbucks. But that's like they don't let you like dine in. You though. cannot sit in there. Right. You cannot sit in there. Right. I got to go drink and I was talking to the guy and he was like very grateful for the hours that he was able to get because mm-hmm. they're doing the to go. Right. Grab and go, whatever they're calling yeah. it. I went to the fabric store. The trade store. It was literally me and one other person in there. The person working right. and me. So I felt okay about that. I went to my framers. Again, it was just me and my framer. But should I not even be doing that? <sighs> I just I don't, don't know. know. And it, well, it's one of those things, too. Again, like, I feel like the people that are, like, being super sensible about it, like, the doctors that we're listening to, like, they're just saying, like... You know, keep it less than 10 people. Um, And I think I was telling you via text last night. So one of my best friends works um, in the ICU at a hospital. I won't name the location because I think this is kind of is more of a it's more of a cautionary tale about all the hospitals because I think it's this is kind of a fairly blanketed thing. But um, they had their first um, person that they have tested. Um, It was on her. It was her patient. Um, And they she was saying how for the previous like stuff like H1N1 they had like protocols and stuff that they followed and and all this stuff but with this they have nothing they've had no training they've had they have like next to no tests like it it's bad okay and so um and at least with this particular hospital like they we don't know if they'll quarantine her yeah. um if this person does if the if the test comes back positive and we also know that she will get I think they get like two days for for this virus if they if they test positive they get two days and that's it everything else they have to use for personal time bullshit oh and they have to use it bullshit they have to use it yes I mean they they have to be gone for like 14 days right or something like that yeah I hate to to. to be throwing numbers out there that's just what I've heard I've heard like 14 yeah I think it's like 14 14 days but like so that's I think that's crazy yeah, we I have to take I, care of our medical professionals. I, I don't know. <sighs> it's just. A- I think there's stuff that's like I, there was stuff in in Congress about like paid sick leave for people, and I don't know if any of this stuff has passed or. Well, and I think that's the other thing. It's like that stuff has. I don't think it has passed yet, and so yeah. you know you've got people that are just. I mean, what are, what are they supposed to do? Like, I mean, these are our medical professionals. We have yeah. to take care of them. And then I don't, know. don't even get me started on the people that have to work at the grocery stores right now. Like, I feel really bad for them. I feel really bad for them. The Those conveyor belts and people in general, like, are just germ factories. And yeah, I mean, some of 
people weren't even wearing gloves the other day when I was in there. And I was like, if I was checking people out, I'd damn well be wearing gloves. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're supposed to save all that stuff for the medical professionals. Like I know with masks I think and you, stuff. I think that's one of the things that they want you to do. And so maybe, um, that's, maybe that's the case. But. but I'm like, we pay these, I mean, like these employers, these employees are not making a lot of money and like they're literally like, they should be at least getting hazard pay something. I mean, yeah. I know like, do you know what Kroger gave their employees? I read about this. They gave them a tube a, of beef. They gave them a $25 gift card for their troubles. A $25 gift card to Kroger? Yeah. So they, so they can get their own tube of beef. Everybody wants one. When y'all see it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I totally want that. I should have gotten my own tube of beef. I don't even like beef, but I need that tube of beef. Um, So I'm like, really, guys? That's the thing? Like, you guys are like a, you guys have a ton of money. Get Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's crappy. You can take that $25 gift I card feel really, and I just feel really... use it as your toilet paper. Because... <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I hope whoever made that decision has no toilet paper left. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Shit. Um, yeah. Um, it's just, it's a really wild time. But I also have seen like all the, uh, there's like so much judgment. And I, I mean, it's social media. Everybody's on social media. Because they don't have shit else to do with their lives right now, like we are all just kind but of like literally they have held captive else to do to this, yeah. And so a lot of people are being really judgy because, like, I'll see people saying, you know, oh, you know, they're really sad because something big got canceled, like that they were looking forward to, and I and they're like, well, but it's not about you; it's about the bigger picture. Yeah, it can be about the bigger picture, but you can you're you're still entitled to your feelings of disappointment. You are allowed and to be to sad grieve and be sad over things, uh, and still be and still be grateful that you're not exactly sick or and whatever. still like following the guidelines. But you are still entitled to feel sad and to grieve and to. One of the things that drives me crazy is when people say, "Well, just think it could be worse." Yeah, it could fucking be worse. It could always fucking be worse. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're not allowed your feelings. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yes, there's somebody out there in a worse situation than you, but you're in your situation and you're allowed to be in your situation and feel in your situation. Yes. I yes. can't stand it when people say that. I just want to smack them. I know. It's frustrating. And like, I mean, like, I think about, you know, there's all these high school seniors who are going to not have a prom. They will not have a prom. They will not have a graduation. There's college graduates. Um, we know one who is a first generation grad college graduate. Yeah. This is huge for her and her family, and they will not get to have a graduation. I'm like this is something they fought for for, for years. Yeah. I know. Oh, we're gonna have like we, she and I have already talked. We're gonna have like a like a oh, I don't know like an internet sure graduation sure or I'm something. Invited. We're going to have to have something like I was like, I'm ready to write the speech. We will do it. And like, we will like televise it. <laughs> we'll call in the news crews, whatever you got to do. It's going. We're going to have something. And she's she's a person who is affected yes. job wise. She has also lost her work also, right now. Also lost her work because of this, industry. which, um, you know, it's an, an unfortunate, con- I guess, uh, what's the word? Unfortunate side effect yeah, consequence whatever yeah. of this whole thing um that in order to keep people safe businesses have to shut down yeah and those businesses can't always afford to pay their I mean, workers that's where i would have been if i had still had my nail salon i don't know what mm-hmm. i would have done like you hope that your clients like your people again if they still have their work like that's a whole other thing that if they do it's like 
you hope that they'll help take care of you. Yeah. You know, like even if it's like, hey, let me just give you like half of what the service would be or something like. Yeah. Um, And I honestly think I was thinking about this last night. Like, I do feel like most of my clients probably would have been that um, would have been those people. Yeah. Um, But granted, I mean, again, you don't know. A lot of these people may have lost their jobs or be out of work right now. You're right. You just don't know. It's you just, don't know. it's tough. But yeah, like I, I do feel like people should just allow themselves to feel what they're feeling. And if they're, we, this is, we're missing the, some of the big things of life that make life enjoyable and, and fun and all these things. Um, though hopefully we can try to find some shreds, like pieces of joy throughout this. Like, cause we have to, like, otherwise we're going to go crazy. Like, well, and you're right. And hopefully we can look at things and realize that maybe we should do things differently in the future or there's things about our society and our way of life and our systems in yes. this country that even all over the world that really need to change. They need to change. And there's also things like that I do think we, we take for granted sometimes, like, you know, the ability to have a job. Like the fact that we can have a job, like, because right. like, think about how quickly like this turned things around for a lot of people, like just being, being thankful to have a job, even if it's maybe a job that we don't love, Yeah, you know, it's still, it's income, it's money, whatever. Um, you know, it just, uh, it's, it's really, oh, it, it, I think it's, this is such a sobering reminder of how fragile we are as humans. Because we, are. we have all of the technology, right? We have so much technology. We have a lot of medical advances. We have, um, I mean, we can make plans and plans and plans and plans upon plans. But this thing has come around and like halt. Everything's to a halt. Yep. You know, and it just, it's, it's a reminder. We are fragile still, um, which is both, um, I don't know, it's it's both like terrifying, but also kind of an amazing thing that our, our, we're still that fragile, you know? Yeah. Uh, it is very scary. Um, but I was going to start singing human by Christina Peary. I catch Corona <laughs> when I'm at the beach with people all around. <laughs> we could go on and on. But oh, jeez. Um, so, Speaking of fragile, um, like we were talking about, like I am immunocompromised, have asthma. Your um, parents, you are now living, yes, to, all of you together, yes, in the same home in harmony. No, not so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like yeah, that's not true. Not quite that. Um, a lie. All right, so a lot has happened in the world of gin um, yeah. in the last few months. Catch us up. We sold our house, and we combined households that's what i'm saying because it's like it's not like i just live live with my parents right you um, guys are splitting so I would say, everything yeah we're splitting everything i yep. mean and trust me my mom has spreadsheets <laughs> that i get wow <laughs> oh yeah i dig it oh yeah She's so like, i'm not freeloading here oh no 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 there are spreadsheets um so we d- we moved into um their house which is now our house as well um, we did that because I had started a business. I think everybody kind of knows who's listened to the podcast in the past. I started an interior design business four and a half years ago, almost five now. Yeah. 
And, um, and when you do that, you acquire a lot of business debt, like, right? Like I mm-hmm. lost my income and on purpose, <laughs> I mean, I gave it up. Right, right. And, um, and so I had a ton of business debt and, you know, we were able to make it from month to month, but yeah. I was like, I'm just, it's going to, it would take an act of God <laughs> for me right. to pay off this business debt. Right. And so we decided that what was best for our family um, to get away from the financial stress of that always kind of hanging over our head. Yeah. And to be able to do the things that we wanted to do, like, you know, go on vacations and be able to do stuff when our friends asked us to do stuff and not worry about putting that money towards paying off business debt, that we would um, sell our house and move over to my parents' house, which we're very fortunate that they have a large enough house that we can kind of live separate lives in right. that house. Which um, is awesome. And it, I, I don't mean to give the impression that it's a mansion and we have a separate wing. We don't. Uh, <laughs> we have the West Wing. We don't. I wish. <laughs> uh, I should just lie and say do that. Do you have a, an do. enchanted rose in the West Wing? That's what I want <laughs> to know. Every day a petal drops. <laughs> I feel like there's somewhere, somewhere there is like a West Wing and our petals are all dropping dropping. right now. We're all dropping. (laughs) So, um, so we did this in mid-December. It's now mid-March, almost the end of March. And um, we've had some really good things in that financially, we're able to do the things that we want to do. Um And we don't have to worry about putting all the money towards the business debt that had been accumulated. Um, but we've also had some challenges in that, you know, we're living with two people that we haven't, that I haven't lived with since I was 18 years old, really. I mean, right. with the occasional summer back at home, right? Yep. Um, and my husband has never lived with ever how's that going he was just he was really excited when we moved back in because he was like oh my god we get cable back because i had cut off our cable oh but i'm gonna tell you what we still don't watch cable in fact i should tell my mom to take that spreadsheet and delete the cable the cable because you guys don't use it we use we watch our roku we stream we stream we don't watch cable that's a good point whatever besides the point um, but he was, that's why when you asked like how he felt uh-huh. about it, he was super excited because he thought he was getting cable, oh, I got yeah. cable back, but we realized we don't even really watch cable. You don't yeah. need cable anymore. No. Um, so it's been, um, I mean, even though we have like very separate parts of the house, we still know that they're there. They still know that we're there. We also have a cat and they have a dog. Yeah. And that's been a real problem. Because they're very protective of their dog, which I get it. You should be. But um, cats are very difficult to contain. (laughs) You can't just definitely understand that. Put up a gate. Yeah. No. Okay. The cat jumps gates. Yep. The cats will jump very high gates. Yep. The cats will walk railings that are 20 feet in the air. Yep. To get to a spot where they can jump down to get down the stairs. Yep. Okay. Yep. These cats, they're brilliant animals. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. No, it's a totally different and ball they're, game. They're just, they're very smart and they're very, they are able to collapse themselves and squeeze through things. I know. 
and do these amazing feats that you thought they'd never be able to do, but they can. You know what my little joker Binks did last night? He tried to put his paw in the light socket. So sure, why I'm not? like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What happens? It fits in there. <laughs> if it fits, I sits, I guess. <laughs> <If it> fits, <laughs> so we've had that. Um, and the, 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 the dog got his, uh, they don't, they, my cat wants to play. Their dog doesn't know how to play. He is socially. Uh, yeah, he's not, he hasn't been socialized properly. Yeah. He's afraid of other animals. Yeah. And so he kind of like barks and runs away. My cat wants to play. My cat wants to play. Whatever. His eye got scratched. He's a Shih Tzu and they don't really have snouts. So yeah. their eyes kind of bug out. His eye got scratched. Um, it could have been from something else. Right. But guess who got blamed? Of course, the cat. So that had ju- that set off... A massive fight. I mean, fight Ooh. between me and my parents. Like, fight. Because they wanted me to dun, 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 declaw the cat. I am adamantly against declawing cats. Yeah. I have been my entire life. If you've declawed your cat, whatever, don't don't at me. Is that what the kids are saying? <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me because you can do what you want with your life. But I'm not declawing my cat. Right. So... We have um, mm. been locked in a struggle about trying to figure out what to do right. to keep them separate. Um, <sighs> again, the cat is not being aggressive. The cat just wants to play. Right. And honestly, it was probably my fault that his, his claws were too long. Right. They needed to be trimmed. Right. He probably did swipe at him, and but yeah. not meaning to hurt him. Of course. The problem with Itty is that you have to sedate him. To trim his to trim his nails. Oh God! <laughs> so it's not just an easy process, right? Right. To do this, so um, but whatever. It's it sparked off a major fight, which had me in, which sent me into a depressive uh, state, right? Where I couldn't get out of bed for at least a day, um, because everything had it. it it wasn't really about the cat. I mean, it was, yeah, but it wasn't. Right. And it was about me. I, as I learned to talking through to my therapist and working through things is about me grieving. Yeah. The loss of my old life. Right. And that like feeling of like, maybe like, did I do, did I do the right thing? Yeah. Have I lost my independence? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And just like, I had not had a chance and I had not allowed myself because I have very good at pushing down feelings, pushing down feelings, pushing yeah. down feelings, which I think a lot of us are. Oh, for sure. Um, I had not grieved yeah. what I had lost. Yeah. And so, but we're working through it. I'm back in therapy. <laughs> and what is the status of Itty? Uh, the status of Itty is we... We've tried a couple of things and they're just not working. If anyone has a solution of how to keep a cat upstairs in an open stair, we have an open staircase situation. <sighs> okay. There's like a loft at the top of the stairs. Like we've tried, we've tried gates. We've tried high gates. We've tried the, the latest mm. thing that my mother is now going to try is putting rubber. Don't at me again. Rubber spikes. They're not spikes. They're rubber. So They're funny. not metal spikes. We're not going to hurt the cat. Believe me, of all people, I would not hurt a cat. Right. 
to deter him from jumping up on the railing and then being able to walk like his little tightrope walk. I heard they don't like foil. Is that true? Could you just like put Eddie a little foil care. everywhere? Okay. It, Eddie's honey badger. Honey badger That's don't so care. Funny. Honey badger don't care. Uh, Eddie don't awesome. care. Oh, poor Eddie. Oh, poor little guy. Yeah. Oh, um, sad. But let me say the positive things that had come out. Yeah, I of, like I'm curious. We haven't got to talk about this that much. Um I mean, I'm not saying they're going to drop dead tomorrow. <laughs> But <laughs> shit, they're old. This went dark. They're old. <laughs> they're old. I don't know how much more time I have left. No, with them. it's true. It's true. You know what I mean? And so I do get to spend more time with them. Which I just great. You and know, Cora does. And my and my daughter does. Yes. yes. Which is amazing. Yes. Um so so that's been helpful. Financially, it's been great. Um Childcare for me has been a breeze, especially in this time where schools are closed down. Yeah. I mean, they're there. They're in the house. If I have to, I know we're supposed to quarantine, but if I have to go somewhere, like I'm able to go to the grocery and Cora can stay there with them. I don't have to worry about, you know. That's not like, you don't have to worry about extra exposure, honestly. Yeah. Which Um, is great. Now, another thing that comes with that, though, is I do have to worry about you know, bringing the virus into them. Right. Um, So I'm trying to be very vigilant. I'm spending time, like we said, only with people that I know and that I have been around and that, you know, we know we're being super cautious. Right. Um, So we wouldn't be hanging out with these spring breakers, basically, is what we're saying. Like people like that. No, thank you. And I'm not going to go to Starbucks anymore. I don't think which, I'm going to Starbucks anymore. Which, I mean, it sucks like that we have to do that. But just, And I'm not I being mean, like, oh, my God, I'm going to die if I don't have my Starbucks. I literally went because I was like, I do want to drink. And if they're open for grab and go, can I? I know they're not a local business, that they're a corporate, like, mega, like, right. whatever. But the people who work there are local people. Exactly. And so, I mean, I felt like I was, like, giving them hours at least. Well, I think a lot of your restaurants, know. just in general, are open for, like, carryout and delivery how stuff. We, how do we feel about that? Because I don't know. Because the virus can live on that shit. I know. That's what we were just talking about. And it's, it's such a uh, – I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, like, honestly, I would probably be okay with, like, ordering something. But I think it's one of those things where there's going to come a point where it's no longer – I it I just don't think it's lo- any longer safe. Like, and I don't know when that is. I don't either. I just know, like, locally here where I live, like, it's not. We haven't had any documented cases yet. Now, granted, in Nashville, that is very different. Um, but you know, we're outside, so it's like I don't know. There's a couple, like, one of the local restaurants completely just shut down, like altogether. Oh wow! And I do kind of feel like we may see a little bit more of that happening see, most, over the next couple weeks. In, in Metro Nashville, most restaurants are still open for, for takeout out. yeah, or delivery. Like, you know, and DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that are doing like free deliveries and, and no contact such, deliveries it, and it stuff is, like it's that. It's such a hard thing because even again, like we said, like even if it is a no contact thing, somebody's still touching stuff. Somebody's still preparing the food. That's why the whole no contact, I'm like, what difference does it make if I open the door and you're six feet away from me? Right. Versus if you get hand me the, I just don't know. I mean, you've touched it. Exactly. You've already touched it. Exactly. So unless they're like changing gloves between whatever you have to like rely on other, like basically it's one of those, it's like, it's a gamble. You have to rely on those people's, uh, you know, trusting that they have, they've cleansed that they have sanitized. They've done all this stuff, but it is, it's a hard thing because like, I mean, I, I, I know a girl that owns a restaurant in Nashville and like, 
legitimately like she could completely lose her business altogether mm-hmm. if people don't continue to buy. I know. I know. So I don't know what to do. That's where I mean, I'm I know conflicted. Starbucks isn't going to go down, right? If I don't buy no. their drinks. But your, but what your about places like my- Sam and Zoe's. You know, right. Like and actually, local I got a text from them today that they're going to do delivery. Now, I don't know if they're going to deliver to me. I'm right. probably 10 to 15 miles away. From and they them. have a window, right? They have like a drive through window. Yeah, they have a window. But I got a text from them today that they're going to start doing delivery. Like, yeah, I just don't know. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know what's safe. I don't. It's tough. And, and I don't I blame anyone for not doing it. I totally don't. Blame. And I, I don't haven't either. yet. I think that we can't like but judge anybody right now, no. except if you're being a complete idiot. Right. And I, I think, uh, well, I hope that it's starting to get to a point where more and more people are like, oh, this is serious. Uh, well, yeah, I had a client ask if they could FaceTime me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and now, like, I don't know if we've talked about this, but my, my grandmother, she's 91. How is she, she doing? She is pissed. She's pissed at the world. She is ready for that Jesus bus to come get her girl. She is mm, she yeah. is angry because so <laughs> Jesus bus. That's what she says. My grandmother's a hoot, y'all. Like if she I, is, I met her. didn't like I don't know. I I just I would I kind of want to have her on my podcast just to like but also y'all can't wait, no. It no. <laughs> <laughs> can't handle it's a, that. It's a bad this bad for everybody. Um but so She's 91, but she still works. Um, She works for a car dealership in Nashville. And basically, I mean, like, she does things like, you know, stuffing envelopes, stuff like that. Like, she used to work for them in a more full-time capacity, but, you know, she's 91. So, health is not amazing and all that stuff. she still worked. Yeah. (laughs) She does it for the social benefit of it, not... Like, she pays more to work there than she actually makes. Like, that's just reality because she's, like, this person that's like, let's have donuts i just she goes oh, she brings yeah. donuts and like these are like from like fox's donut den like they ain't like cheapy crispy cream donuts not that i'm knocking that because i love me some fucking crispy yeah, cream so good i love donuts period but anyways those it's some like swanky donut shit right and so she does that and she takes like all kinds of like food and candy to these people and whatever um and so that's like her social thing she loves it she goes once or twice a week for about five hours a day um and so that's like her one thing that she like lives for right she can't do it and she can't do it and at first like she she fought us like she was mad like when i tell y'all she mad she mad and she is a southern woman so y'all already know what i'm talking about like she wasn't gonna be told nothing uh and so we finally well i don't know if we convinced her to not go or if her boss finally was like you need to stay home this is not a good idea right um which i kind of think that's what happened but so she's like kind of like teetered back and forth the last like three days like part of her like i think understands like she's starting to grasp that okay this is more serious than i thought because at first she's like everybody's just blowing this out of her project this is bullshit and then now she's like, like I was at first. And I mean, I like, I get it. Like, I get it. And she, but she's also, and this is where like, I understand her perspective. So she's like, listen, like I am 91 years old. I don't have a lot of time left. And so I'm spending what time I have living in fear stuck in my house. And she is not a fearful woman. Like she is not afraid of shit. Mm. I got it from somewhere, obviously. Mm. So it was her. But so she's, you know, she, she, I, and I get that. Like, I do get that. So it's like, 
I I don't know. I don't know where the fine line is of like being fearful and like being cautious, but I feel like I'm straddling it at all times. <laughs> and so, I mean, I get it. I get what she's saying. I really do. But so, so she's not handling it well. All this to say, she's not handling it particularly well. Um, well, my parents are kind of freaking out. And I mean, I get it. They're I do. kind of freaking out. And these are all people that they, like, they're I'm gonna, all... Like, I'm going to lice all myself when I... Like, I'm going to spray Lysol and I'm going to walk through Lysol <laughs> before Honestly, I go back in the what house. I would... Well, that, but like, spray down your handles, like your door handles after you've opened them and touched them. Yeah. And just go straight up and take a shower. That's what I would do. You're gonna honestly. make me wash my hair. I don't think it. I think your hair is probably fine. Well, it's been like five days. So okay, know. maybe wash your hair then. Um, uh, that's another thing. Can we talk about how like, I mean, all shit has just gone out the window for me. Like, I did put on makeup today just so I could feel normal. I did not. Um, I I put on a bra the last two days. I'm really proud of myself. Um, because I have not been wearing bras. Like, I, I. Like, this is the one pair of jeans that I can still wear. I have, like, 20 pairs of jeans that I've had in my closet for a really long time. I I hate jean shopping. But I went to put on pants. But this is, like, before the shit hit the fan, y'all. So it's extra bad now. So I went to put on this one pair of jeans when we went to go see Glennon Doyle. And I literally threw my back, like, trying trying to put them on because uh, they don't fit no more. Hazards of working from home. And this has only, like, made it worse because... I stress eat Cadbury mini eggs like and it's Easter candy season y'all like what the hell like what am I gonna do I we talked a little bit about this but I need to say it to everybody yes I know that you're getting probably feeling a lot of pressure and hearing a lot of things like let's eat very healthy and let's stay active and let's do this you need to do what you need to do to that's get exactly right fucking through this and if that is sitting down and eating one pop tart or five pop tarts please do that girl you do not need to focus on losing weight no staying you do not have to do online yoga or whatever if you don't want to anything right now you just need to do whatever you need to do to get through this yep you just got to focus on staying alive at this point and just like just and when I say staying alive, I don't mean like in a literal life or death sense. I mean, like just getting through the day and yeah. like putting one foot in front of the other. If that if you thrive on routine, that's awesome. If you thrive on this is honestly like Netflix and quarantine, do that shit. That's yeah. fine. Whatever you have to do, like give yourself fucking permission to just yes. let off for a minute. Like yes. just <laughs> yes, I got to step back. I got a funny meme this morning. <laughs> I love all of the the coronavirus memes. I'm not going to lie. Like, this they is, give me joy. Says, the first time in history we can save the human race by laying in front of the TV and doing nothing. Let's not screw this up. Right? I mean, that's so true. We can do this, people. We can do this. Yeah. It's we so true, this. though. I, I love that. And I also, like... That's another thing I've seen, too. Like, I love the really funny memes. For me personally, I love it. But I've also seen people like, how dare you, like, you joke about something so serious. Like, if we didn't joke, we would literally lose our fucking minds. We so would. you know what? Jesus be his annex. I am absolutely going to laugh. So <laughs> fuck all y'all if you don't what agree. Jesus be his annex mean? <laughs> like, I love I'm it. I'm praying to Jesus. Like, just calm me, Jesus. Oh, I get like, it. Calm okay, me. Okay, Jesus okay. be his annex. Please just calm me. I get it now. I get it. Oh, I get my it. God. I, get it. I love I, it. Uh, I can't stand it. I'm like, can you guys not honestly have a sense of humor about anything? Like, 
Listen, yeah, we got we, to. We have to. We do. We have to. We're Otherwise, gonna. Otherwise, we'll lose it. We'll be in really, really extra sad shape if we don't, if we aren't able to just and have a few jokes here and there. Yeah, and especially for people like that. I mean, like us that do struggle with like anxiety, depression. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is a lot, especially if you have somebody that is a depressed or anxious person that is quarantined alone. I've been thinking about that. I, you know who t- our our friend Ace Von Johnson tweeted something. Ace! Did you see that? I don't think so. He tweeted something that he was like, "I'm really starting to think about the people who are de- who deal with depressive disorders during yeah. this situation. Like, what is the quarantine doing to them? Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm fortunate that I do still have access to therapy. Yeah. And I do still have access to medical doctors during this time, and I'm able to. I haven't like lost work, so I'm able to afford prescriptions. Right. Um, and, and you live you live with family. You and have I, a family. I live with family, live with. so I'm not quarantined alone. Mm-hmm. But for anyone who is quarantined alone or lost a job and can't afford medications or their um, me- mental health professional, if they were seeing yes. one, they, the business closed down or, exactly. you know, hopefully people are having access to telehealth, but not everybody. Exactly. Um, and I just I, I worry about that. I worry about those people. And I feel... I feel very lucky to still have that access, but I know not everybody does. So, well, and I mean, there's a whole other side of this to look at too: is um, people that are quarantined with someone who is not good, like you know, a- abusive, and that didn't even dawn or... on me until I saw right because you just don't you know what right. you know you know your world you don't, exactly. I haven't been, thank God, in an abusive relationship, but. <sighs> Oh my gosh. I I can't. uh, There's just, there's so much. There's so, so much. Uh, uh, There's no words. There's no words. I I don't don't know. We're all fucked. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. Uh, We're not. We're not. We will make it through this. We're not, but we are. Uh, It's like one of those things. We're we're We're, not long term, but currently we are. We will Um, will make it through this. We will. I feel like, I hope... The sun, the literal sun will come out and the figurative sun will come out very soon. I hope so. Um, Well, and you know what? If I catch the coronavirus and from one of these spring breaker assholes, I will come back and haunt their asses. You will. will. But you you don't hang around those people. I don't. You don't hang around those people. I don't. But just I guess it's one of those things where like I still worry about, again, if it's from a food thing or whatever. Well, that's like the like grocery store. Posted, like we can't just like not oh go gosh. to the grocery store. I love this girl so much. And she makes a valid point. But I was like, why did you post this shit? Again, like it's very, it's a valid post. Right. But she's like, what are we doing with our Amazon Prime boxes? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything with my Amazon Prime boxes. I'm infected. What the hell? Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Well, do I, I mean, have to like, okay, here's Amazon another thing. So like people, and, and this is going to happen at all the grocery stores. It's coming and get ready for it. But um, Costco, not the one locally, but I think it was in Washington. They've had people test positive for it. Um, right. So, you know, they have touched people's credit cards or they're yes. touched the machines. They touched all the stuff. So, I mean, all you can do is be as cautious as possible but we also can't just not get groceries yeah it's gonna happen 
And I think that's why they are encouraging people to stay home more, to not gather in big crowds. And we may even see grocery stores have to start limiting how many hours people. Hours and stuff, too. They're limiting hours, but we may have to, we may start to see like oh, how Costco is so limited people. so only so many people can go in the store at a time. And you may start to see that kind of stuff, too. Do you know anybody who has it? No, of anybody. You know what I mean? No. I don't either. No, not anybody personally. I don't either. And unless, and now ask me later today because I may, uh, by the time that she gets those results back on that patient. So if she's been exposed to it, she would be, she could possibly have it. I keep wondering, I mean, this, I I don't mean this to sound morbid, but I think it's just a natural human thought. I keep wondering when that first person's going to happen. When I've, you know, that friend texts me and they're like, guess what? (sighs) Yeah. And I do think another And then thing, what if I'm that friend? <laughs> oh my god. Right. Well, I mean, and I I think another thing too the at, at least initially the media is very much about like older people and like or or like children, like babies mm-hmm. and stuff. But we've had to walk that back because I just read a report and this is definitely it is true that this man who was I think he was 34 years old, um he had just been to Disneyland. And mm-hmm. he got it and mm-hmm. he died from it. He was 34. Did he have any? He had asthma. Yeah. People, if you have asthma, you just, we just need to have a house party. That's a, we're a, a house party at our own houses. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, a virtual like, house party. Exactly. Um, because keep touching my face too. <laughs> Shit. Nothing will my make you more itches. aware of how much you touch your fucking face my nose than this. And honestly, if, if you can't, I guess I'm going to die because I can't stop touching my face. I can't either. It's I'm a, a thing, toucher. like, and I don't know it. And it's like, well, too late, dum-dum. I already done it, so it doesn't matter. Like, what am I going to do? I'm a face toucher. It's just, it's a wild time. And I've I've been, I've read, like, you know, people saying, like, hey, you know, journal, write about this because, like, this is the kind of stuff that, like, I mean, it's historical, but also I'm like, you know, like day 10 of the hostage situation. Like, yeah. I don't know what to even say at this point. Like, I, I like, don't know. This blows chunks. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that my, term in a long time, but I think it's accurate. My, that is my, my uh, very official analysis of this situation. Um, so, yeah. But going back to you living, like, so yes. your living situation that like, was kind how, of the original how has plan this, that we were going to talk about, but then obviously everything sort of exploded. So how has this affected that? Like, has it affected it in a in like a negative way at all, or a positive way? Like, just the fact that you guys live together. Are y'all driving each other crazy because nobody's living like leaving you the house? You know what? Much? We do a really good job of staying. That's good. Staying separate. That's um, good. And I think partly it's because they think that. You know, I could be walking around because the people who are spreading it are the asymptomatic people, right? Yes. So I think part of it is they could, they, they're thinking that I'm, you know, a ticking time bomb for them or something. Right. But, and I will, if anybody is judging me for being at Melissa's, I will go home and I will shower and I will not speak to them or touch them or touch anything that they are touching. Just Lysol after Um, you touch anything. Whatever. And, And Melissa and I have both been very cautious. Um, what was I going to saying? Oh, they were uh, th- just as far as being able to keep separate. But they're also very like respectful of our space. Yeah. Almost to the point which it's sort of weird. Like I'm like, wait a minute. This is all of our houses. So you don't have to go hole up in your bedroom, even though they've got right. a fat master bedroom. And I live in a shoebox at that house. But that's a <laughs> that's another that's, that's another story. Um, 
they should have the master bedroom. It's on the sure. first floor. They can't. They oh can yeah, barely walk up the stairs. Right. Um, my mom's got a bum knee, and my dad's just a. He's just got a lot of um, arthritis and such. So yeah. Anyway, um, so at first I was like very annoyed that we were all going to kind of be on top of each other because in addition to this, my husband's work has gone to work from home. They right. just, they were one of the later people to do it too. They just yeah. did it maybe a couple of days ago. Wow. And, and guess where uh, his office has to be in my office. So we're sitting there, but you know what? That's kind of cool. Cause I like him. Yeah. But I also know like that, you but know, I, but we've done two days of it. So ask me how I feel about it in 10 days. Right. You know? That's the thing. The main problem has been, I will tell you, it's not been living together with my parents at the house. The main problem has been Cora being off school. I can see that. And yep. she's bored as hell. All the kids are. And yeah. I totally That's get pretty, it. Yeah. I think she's also scared because she hears yes. a lot. She hears us talking and we're not like promulgate, like we're not like spreading around scary information, but we're ta- we're talking about taking precautions, which we mm-hmm. need to do. We need to talk about it. So we yep. make sure we're all doing it. And it scares her. Yeah. And she's like, you know, some of her friends and her are talking because she has this kids messenger app where they can like kind of FaceTime each other yeah. like, safely. And, um, and so she'll be on like her FaceTime with her friends and stuff. And like, some will be like, I heard that we have to stay at home for, you know, cause they're just picking up little tidbits of information here and right. there. And so I'm trying to be really tolerant of any behavior stuff that she's got going on. Right. Because it's really because well, of course fear, you would be act- fear yes. and boredom exactly. Now let me say this: there will be no homeschooling occurring at our house. Oh my gosh! And yeah. all the people out there who are homeschooling their children, I'm so happy for you. But Mama got to work. Yeah. Okay. And I'm giving my kid my iPad. Now this could change. Right now we're only out of school until April third. I have to figure out what's going on and what our school system is going to do. Right. Our school system is not equipped to do online school. No, it's not. We have a lot of students in our um, district who do not have access to computers or internet at their homes. Yep. Um, We also have a lot of students who aren't eating because they're not at school. Which is Fortunately, there's been a lot of like backpack programs. Yes. And the schools have been opening to feed. They're actually also doing um I I I just saw this I think Mm -hmm. yesterday that um they're doing school they're using they're utilizing their school bus drivers to deliver food now, which is amazing. I'm like that's so phenomenal. Our new superintendent seems to be really, really You know what? Shout out to Dr. Battle. I am gonna call her out right now. Shout out to Dr. Battle. Battle, right? Yes. Is that right? She is amazing she's the best school director that davison county has had in possibly ever we're we're so lucky to have her right now because she's handling this like a champ there are so many so many students out there who are just not um just the thought of them having to come to school to like to rely on coming to school to eat Yes. Which is, you know what? That's another fucking problem that this is highlighting. Like, yes. it's, I, I'm giggling. It's not, I'm not, it's not a giggle. It's a, it's a laugh. Like, I can't even believe it. Right. Laugh. Um, and so, again, it's just something that our, that needs to be fixed. And hopefully we'll learn some lessons from this. But, um, but, but back to the core of being at home. It's very, very challenging. And I don't know what people are doing with their kids. I don't know how people are working and 
homeschooling. Like we're technically on spring break. We were technically on spring break this week. Exactly. So I didn't even worry about it or think about it. Right. I really don't even think I'm going to worry about it or think about it this coming week. I wouldn't. You know, there are worse things than a kid having time off from school and having time with their electronics and TV. Yeah, honestly. Um. So I, you know, I don't know. I there's a there's a lot of social media stuff out there with charts and homeschool schedules and all this other stuff. And, and if that works for you, I, if by that all works means. for you, I'm so happy for you. Maybe you could tone it down a scooch on posting it on social media, though, because we don't need to know exactly what you're doing. Like I, I don't know. I guess it makes <sighs> yeah. you feel good, right? And that's you know when you do that, sometimes people look at it and they're like, well, shit. Right. I must suck. Well, that's and that may be our problem. You know, we may need to just tune it out a little bit. But but just remember that everybody does everything. You know, we all we're all doing this a little bit differently. And well, and we're getting through things the way that we can. And, and again, like you, I mean, you're still working. So like, it's not like you can just devote, you know, six or seven hours a day to, to doing that. No. Like, at this point, because my work doesn't stop. Most of my exactly. work is remote anyway. Exactly. Most and, of my work. I is mean, remote. praise praise God for that stuff for the for anybody that still has the remote work because yeah. I mean I know that there's a lot of people that don't and so it's it's yeah. amazing if you do um, something I've started doing and I'm going to do it just indefinitely um, is highlighting at the at, on the show at some point local businesses and that kind of stuff um, or not even necessarily local but like small businesses or service driven businesses that are being affected by this now just in hopes that maybe it would at least drive some sort of attention to them so that they can get new clients for the future or whatever. I mean, like thinking about people like travel agents. Um, that was one of the ones I highlighted last week. Nobody's going anywhere. So the cool thing is, is like, it will get better eventually, mm-hmm. right? Like, it will. please pray. Oh. Um, but, you know, people can start looking to travel like in a, in a year or like even, hell two years it's not too early to plan your your dream vacation <laughs> two, two years two years from now i'm two going years to bali gonna be somewhere amazing <laughs> it's gonna be great oh my god and hopefully hopefully like i said a lot of i'm not saying that this is this is some sort of punishment my god not at all but i just think that sometimes we have lessons to learn and maybe Maybe this is yeah. how we're going to learn some lessons. Right. Um, I'm, again, I'm not saying this is the wrath of God or the... Uh, right. But we think about like environmentally, like... But environmentally, you know, like maybe maybe the universe was like, we have to learn a couple things and sucks. Right. And, but we, we need to at least kind of look at that and get some takeaways from right from this like you mean we can't do anything that we absolutely want at any given time and expect there to be no consequences for anything or anyone around us what right what right (laughs) but i mean like you think about um the gas emissions we were talking about this earlier like because planes aren't traveling Mm -hmm. people aren't commuting and all that kind of stuff not to say that you you know we can't like not to say we shouldn't still do those things, but I, you know, there may need to be like some changes as to how that stuff is done. Yeah, I hope I hope we take we we take the lessons away from this and we do something with them and don't just squander. <sighs> I know things that were that are being highlighted and that we're learning. I'm I know. Really, I have a feeling that you know because we're human, we will. <laughs> yeah, like it'll. But I hope not. it'll click for a minute and then it'll it'll click for a minute and then it'll be gone disperse. away. Yeah, yeah, it's. So 
let's try and maybe not let that happen. But I don't know. I, this is just a weird. I don't know. I don't. Yes. I don't understand. I feel like I'm constantly like I turn on the news and I just don't believe it. Like I do believe it, obviously, but I don't believe it. Like the fact that this is happening, like these daily press briefings. Like yeah. I know that we need those, but also like I, it makes me feel like I'm suffocating. Um, yeah, you know, I saw that they were going to maybe stop doing those, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know that they can. I don't know if they're just trying to get Trump to stop talking or what. <laughs> like, for me, like, the thing I'm I want to I want to hear from sure. the doctors. That's, well, that's what, what I want to hear saying. from. Like, yeah. regardless of your politics, I, w- I, I want to hear from from doctors. Yes, that's I, what I, I want to hear from medical from. professionals. And I mean, you know, he's got a task force in place. This is good. Yep. Um, looks like there's some competent people there so um I yeah mean, yeah i i, I want to hear from those people and we are i think we are hearing from those people during the briefings they're always they're always they're there always what's the guy's name dr S- i want to say like fauci or something. fauci that's it yeah dr fauci yeah he's pretty awesome so i think that's um, his name i don't know something like that i don't know i like him i, d- I do know like he's definitely like oh <laughs> uh, he definitely calls out falsehoods He's definitely even in front of people that are known for being jerks. Head in his hand and shake. I've Uh seen him shake his head or Mm -hmm, like nope. Kind of do the face palm like oh, like why do you say that shit? Yeah. Um. So I know yesterday, like literally, forty five said something, and then uh, he was like, "Mm, no, (laughs) no, let's walk that back. And then he's like, okay. 45 knows so much about this. People, doctors oh. are asking him, how do you know so much about this? And he's like, well, it just must be, I must have a natural ability. I Maybe I should have done this instead of run for president. Maybe you should. But I have to say, like, I I admittedly don't normally watch this. The, the Like, I've been watching these press briefings. I don't normally watch his stuff. I have to say, like, the first time I finally like sat down and watched one of these these briefings and hearing him talk, I was like, Oh my God, you know how we fix this whole coronavirus thing is we all sit down with a bottle of vodka when he starts talking. And every time he says tremendous, we take a shot. And then we won't have to worry about the coronavirus because we would all be dead because he says it every five seconds. Like everything is tremendous and everything he does is tremendous. And I'm just like, I for fuck's sake. I will say I really would have. I, I thought this was a very legitimate question and I really would have liked a legitimate answer. Um, Mike Pence gave a legitimate answer after 45 went off uh, on what's his name? I think. Oh, the reporter guy. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. His name is Peter. Yeah. The the question was, what do you say to Americans that are scared, who are scared? Which is a very valid question. He said a couple of statistics, but it wasn't anything like media hype blowing things out of proportion. Like he gave some statistics on, you know, like how many people had died and how many people were known to be infected mm-hmm. and said that millions of Americans are scared. Yep. Which I think is true. all of that is probably very accurate. And then yeah. 45 went off on yeah. him. You're a bad reporter. When all the guy asked was, what would you say to Americans who are scared? I think Americans need to hear, would have been nice to hear something out of his mouth that was a, a an answer to the question rather than him just attacking the reporter. Exactly. Um, Mike Pence said, don't be scared, be vigilant. I thought that was a great answer. That is a good answer. Um, I'm able to say that even about Mike Pence. Look at me. 
Um, I mean, because, I, I agree. Because, because we do look to leaders in times like this yep. to try to give us a little bit of comfort. Exactly. Because um, we hope that they have some shit under control and together. And they have the information. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't remember how we got on this specific topic, but... I don't um, <laughs> I, I will say this. I miss. But don't be scared. Be vigilant. Barack Obama, please come home. We miss you. Oh, I can't. I can't talk about him. I start to tear up. I know. I, I miss him so. I miss him so much. Like, I feel like we feel all feel a lot. Look, just a, at least a sense of comfort. You know, a sense. It's something. He was so comforting. Yes. I, that's um, the thing. He was such a, a leader. Yes. Um, and he was president during the H1N1 stuff, right? Now, I'm not comparing. I think so. Okay, I think so. I'm not comparing. Like, because it's a totally the, different virus. They're totally, yeah. The, the totally, me- medically, it's completely different. But Totally yes, different he, virus. Um, he just has a way of, of, I don't know. Like I, like, I just feel like if we put him directly into this exact situation, like, he would have, like, I, I don't feel like people would be panicking maybe quite as bad. Just not. because I think he is a... He's able to to comfort, but again, kind of like what Pence said, you know, about not mm-hmm. being fearful, but being vigilant. And I feel like he would have gone into it with that mentality versus the attack, uh, attack, attack. Right. And, you know, it's because at the end of the day, it's not about any of those politicians up there. And 45 made it about him. Exactly. And that is so wrong. Right. In this circumstance. So wrong. Yes. Um. It's in no way comforting to anyone. It doesn't no. make anybody feel better. In fact, when you see somebody attacking somebody like that, you just get more riled up and more fearful. And exactly, oh, why are you doing that? What's going on? Like, what's happening? Like, what? Um, and it's also an attack on facts. It felt like. Well, there is that, <laughs> but I think another thing is the the reason why that it incites fear when people act out in anger a lot of times it's because it is it's fear driven oh and i think so, he's scared as shit and and so i think like that is a, a reason why like to to keep a level head like even if the reporter had asked a question that's unreasonable he didn't but let's just pretend for a second he did keep answering a level keeping a level head keeping things like respectful again it's one of those like two wrongs don't make a right so if they're coming at you and being aggressive and being yeah like and and let's just say that they aren't giving facts again they are but it's fine like whatever in this case they were giving facts and people are scared i'm one of those people that's scared and then so when i see somebody reacting being reactive in an aggressive manner like it makes you more fearful it does yeah um and i think he's he's scared and i think that's okay i would honestly respect I, 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 well, that's a strong word. I would be more comforted by, like, if he was to say, look, I, you know, if this is uncharted territory, we're all, we're all scared, scared, but this is what we're doing to, to help. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Well, we've come not to expect that of him. So, Hello. moving on from that guy, not a friend of the podcast. <laughs> Obama, come home, please. I know he's going to, like, he's going to, he's going to denounce me on Twitter. Yeah. Do not listen to this podcast. You're a very nasty woman, Melissa. She's a tremendously nasty woman. Yes. Read our emails. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I think you're a terrible podcaster and you're a very nasty woman. Terrible. Very bad podcast. Anybody that listens to this podcast is tremendously bad awful. <laughs> Bigly. <laughs> okay. Well, is there anything... 
that you're doing or that you could su- that, that's helping you that you could suggest to people to do like while they're quarant- while they're quarantined to bolster their own spirits to not feel lonely to any of these things you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna make a major confession here all right let's do it okay i am not what anyone who knows me would call a religious person okay not at all i know this about you yes i am not anti-religion yeah but i am just myself i'm not religious yeah a couple of months ago a sweet sweet neighbor of mine and Mm -hmm. friend Gave me a Bible okay, with some verses flagged to help with anxiety. Oh, my God. I love that. I have been reading my Bible. <laughs> did you ever expect that to come out of my mouth? No. Okay. No. Knowing you, I did not. I wow. just feel like during this time, if I was ever going to believe in a higher power and that somebody was looking out for us, now's yeah. the time where I'm going to – this is going to be the switch for me. This is this this is the switch. You know what's funny? I was actually just talking to someone about this. And and she is she is a very religious person and she was saying, "You know, I really feel like this is going to be a, a a time that mm-hmm. if there's anybody that's ever been like on the fence, yes. that this will bring this yeah. this will will give them faith and and help yes. them to so believe." Yes. So I have mm-hmm. um I have been reading those passages. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, listen, we're not going to like go on a Christian crusade here by any means. Sure. This is not, I'm not going to do a mission trip next summer or anything. I just, it's not <laughs> right. my bag. Right. It's not my bag. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging mission trips. More power to you. Thank you for going and helping people and, yeah. and doing what you do. But, um, but I'm going to say those passages have been super, super comforting. And if this is, I think this is the time where I the, well the, the I, switch flips. I and think, and I Yeah. I think yeah. like with the when when you were talking about like Christianity and stuff, like it's again it's one of those things Christianity isn't necessarily in the church. The church isn't in, in us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we are the church. Like yeah. and so Well, it's like with Glennon Doyle, right? Remember when she was saying about how you yes. didn't leave the church, the church left you. You Bingo. and God, you and God are together. Exactly. You and God are together. Um, so, you know, whatever your religion. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm just saying that this has sort of flipped a switch in my head that has kind of got me really thinking about there being a higher power in yes. this universe. Christian, Muslim. Right. Buddhist. Any. Whatever I'm it looks not, like for I'm you. not even naming it. Yeah, whatever it looks like for um, whatever you. Whatever works for you and whatever. But it's just really gotten me thinking. So I've been reading those passages. That's awesome. It's been helpful to feel like there's maybe somebody looking out for us. That's awesome. Um, I've been continuing with therapy. Awesome. Um, because they are still open. Um, and I'm taking my meds. <laughs> taking my meds like 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 I'm supposed to be girl um and I'm just trying to talk about it as much as I can with people I mean sometimes you don't you just you're done talking about it right like you can't but then sometimes it helps to talk about it so just trying to keep that balance what about you what have you been doing so I've eaten a lot of Cadbury mini eggs 
a lot of yeah, them. I've eaten pop tarts. Pop tarts. About that um, strawberry pop tarts. We have strawberry the and best. cookies and cream. I love the cookies and cream one. They're so. Oh, I don't good. eat Oreo flavored things. Mm. They're so good. No. So aside from that, <laughs> uh, you know what? Still creating, and that's yeah. been like the biggest thing for me. I think. Um, I am a, I have a servant's heart. Like that's my thing. I have a servant's heart. And so when things, when I don't know what to do, I try to serve. And the way that I can do that right now is to create stuff for people. And so like, that's been like, I've been very committed to making sure I have the weekly podcast to like, I have a column and a newspaper. I've got like all these things and I'm trying to keep these things like positive and like, you know, giving something to entertain people, whatever. I'm I'm trying to plan a watch party for people like on Netflix for listeners and stuff so that we can connect without necessarily being in the same mm-hmm. spot, you know, whatever. Um, so c- I think creating is the big thing. And I just, again, like shout out to all the creators out there mm-hmm. who are, are still doing that stuff, especially right now when a lot of people aren't getting paid mm-hmm. for it. Um, can't you know tour like i there's a um a girl that i know her name is holland um her band is called whiskey cash and roses definitely check it out but they have been doing um lives facebook instagram a lot of musicians have kind of done that yeah which is cool they they were um are lower broadway musicians and so all those places oh, are closed God, yeah. they have no which, income thank coming god in. they're closed but then you feel terrible for the for, musicians for exactly for these exact people and so you know supporting people like that if you have the means to support them please do because like they are literally not making any money right now like aside from anything that is being given like as a tip or whatever but they're still out here creating and doing this stuff for people are they doing um and i asked this because i think they should be doing it are they doing like virtual tips yes i mean when i say virtual tips like event giving they are yes they are but here's okay i am gonna i'm gonna hop on a slight little soapbox about this for a second um because I think they need to be doing that. I think it's amazing. I think if, they you, if we have it to give, that. they should. Now, now, Paul Simon, who's doing a free concert for people, uh, here this he, he you're, don't need you're to be going right into out it. A Venmo. No, but maybe to help people, like donations. I don't know. Yes, but here's my thing. Okay, so you've got all these like Jason Aldean. Um, I think Luke Bryan has one. Mm-hmm. Um, like all these country artists that own or are, are part owners in these bars downtown, or at right? least have their names on the bars somehow. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, so, like, some of them have you been You mean, doing, like, the Florida Georgia line? Like, the Florida Georgia line bar. Just like that. Exactly. Okay. okay. So, they, a lot of them have also been doing, like, live things online, which I, I think is awesome if they want to do that for their fans. I think that's fantastic. But also, y'all have been on the other side of this. Like, these bands have been on the other side. They've been playing Lower Broadway. They've been playing in these, like, in these bars, you know, relying sure. on tips and stuff for, to make a living. Please use your platforms. Not that J- Jason Aldean is listening to this podcast, but Jason Aldean and your friends, all of your friends, please use your platforms to Listen lift up, up these musicians and, and artists and creators point. that don't have that kind of a platform. Because, you know, if Luke Bryan was to throw out a tip jar, he's going to make a ton of money on that. Now, granted, he'd probably donate it. He's not going to keep it. Right. But that's beside the point you've got all these artists that are trying to get to where you are please support them use your name and your your social following your whatever to help lift these people up or throw a little money in that tip jar yourself i'm just saying uh you yeah please please so yeah slight slight rant on that but um because i've not seen them doing that no i haven't either i've 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 seen them doing the the virtual concerts but i haven't seen them 
doing what you're saying. I will give credit to like, I think Dirks Bentley like gave like a thousand dollars to all of their people that were employed, like whether that was musicians or bars, oh, bar wow. backs, bartenders, okay. uh, servers, whatever. Okay. It's not enough. It's not going to be enough. No, it never will. And that's very kind of him to even do that. It is. But this is why I'm saying, please use your platforms to do this, to, to get these people out there, whether it's, Hey, I'm going to do a free show with a virtual tip bucket to go to these people or hey this is a the whiskey cash and roses you know they're doing this these are guys you would see on lower broadway go watch this you know tip if you can't whatever there's more that people can be doing um yeah. you know and, and not that anything is awesome but there's always more we can be doing and that's why i'm like you know if we can buy stuff from local businesses if we're st- if you still have the the ability to do it do it if not share it at the very minimum Please share your fellow, your your friends, you know, their, their businesses, their, if they're writers or whatever, whatever their medium is, please share it because you don't know if what they have to say, what they have to sell, what they, what their service is, if that would benefit someone else that you know. Um, and that's what really, truly will help get us through this, this time of Bravo. just complete crap. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks for everybody. So, well, now that we've had the Debbie Downer podcast, um, yeah, boo. Uh, that sucks. Um, so sorry, guys, <laughs> for everything. Maybe next time you record, this will all be over. I don't know. When's the next time you record? Like in a week? I have no idea. Oh. It's one of those things. Like I, I'm just like I'm trying to do a few ahead. I've got some that have already been recorded for like weeks away. Okay. Um, but I've also got. It's just it's all over. But no matter what, I committed to bringing something every week for everybody whatever that is but i do want to just give a little teaser because it's pretty exciting stuff if you guys have not already watched love is blind oh my god even i watched it on netflix i know i'm so excited that you watched it because even i watched it you were like i'm not gonna watch this shit and then you're like oh my god i'm addicted i I know know. i watched one i watched one episode (sighs) fully thinking that i would just be like okay i don't even understand why people are watching this and then i ended up watching nine hours of a fucking show and eating cheese it's it's incredible. Oh, geez, it sounds so good. They um, are. They're so good. I've been eating those too. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you haven't watched Love is Blind, I'm going to just give a little teaser and encourage you to use the next week. Use it to do that because you've got you're going to you're going to need to have watched it to go into this next episode. So um, so you definitely want to do that. I'm not going to tell you any more than that. That's all I'm going to tell you. So you guys got to go watch Love is Blind if you haven't already. Uh, and that way you can you can continue listening because it's not going to make sense if you don't watch it. <sighs> so. Well, thank you for braving the uh, You're welcome. Thank the current you for conditions. Me. <laughs> Air high five like Our- Pam and Jim out there. Just like <laughs> That's how we greet in the quarantine. Um, so yeah, um, we will, or I will see you next week and, you know, just do what you can, guys. That's it. Keep on <laughs> trucking. Jesus, me Like what you hear? You can download and listen to past and future episodes using Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, or online at your BFFpodcast.com. 
Follow the show at your BFF pod and Mel at Music City Mel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also leave us a message on the BFF hotline at 615-266-4338. That's 615-266-4338. Got a question or maybe a topic suggestion? Send them to your BFF pod at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.